Welcome back to the Mike and Andrew Show. I'm Andrew Serwick here again with Mike Meredith. Mike, how you doing this evening, man? Doing pretty good, man. That's good. Oh, yeah, especially if you're a Red Wings fan, man. Um, it was a very good weekend, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna do, um, some things, a, l- a couple different things, uh, today. We're just gonna talk, uh, uh, mostly baseball today, of course. Uh, we'll get into some football things, just some minor stories, and of course, you know, we have the NFL Combine starting, uh, today here, here in India, actually, uh, for me, so, uh, Downtown was a little uh, crazy today for sure, but uh, let's get into it here. Um, we're going to start with baseball, and uh, th- this article came out uh, about five days ago, so it's a little bit outdated. There's been some additions to a few teams uh, since then, but uh, this is from USA Today. Uh, it's just a power ranking. Well, not power ranking, but it's just a, a ranking for every single team, or, or grading for every single team, and uh, basically we'll just... Uh, about their off-season acquisitions, trades, things like that. So uh, we're going to get into We'll go over all 30 teams here. We're kind of going to uh, – basically, we'll, I'll, I'll gloss over all the uh, important signings that they had, what, the, what they gave them the grade, and we'll quickly discuss if we agree with that grade or not. So uh, let's start with the AL East. Baltimore Orioles, they gave them an A-. Uh, they got Corbin Burns um, and uh, – yeah, that was basically uh, um, their their biggest uh, move uh, this off season, and uh, obviously that's going to help their pitching rotation a ton. Um, I like this grade. This was a really good off season, I think, overall for the Orioles. So, uh, but uh, landing Corbin Burns, man, that was uh, that was huge for them. Yeah, that was. Even though they only made one move, that that was probably one of, if not the biggest move of the off season. Like. Um, well, of course, not counting free agents, but uh, off just trades. I think that's probably the best player they got traded in the offseason, man. They already have so much young talent. They won over 100 games last year. Now to bolster their pitching, the, I'd give them an A-plus, to be honest with you. I honestly would, too. And and the great part about that trade, too, is they didn't have to give any of their top 100 prospects. So, um well, their group of, of top 100 prospects that they have there, man. So that that was a huge trade and a big W for them. Uh, the Boston Red Sox, they get a D here. Um, basically, uh, their biggest signing was uh, Yoshino Nubu. Uh, I can't even fucking say his. Yoshino Nubu. Yoshino Nubu. Yamamoto. Um, no, he went to the Dodgers. Oh, did he? Did he? Okay. I, I th- okay. Um, they yeah. tried to get him. They, yeah, they that's right. Because, that's uh, right. They have Masataka Yoshida, um, who's another Japan Japanese player. But yeah, yeah, they didn't do much this. Time. No, they didn't. I, 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 I'd give them an F, not even a D here. Yeah, dude, the AL East is so stacked, and they didn't make any moves. Honestly, I think Boston might finish last in that division. They just, they, they got a solid team. It's just. You got to make moves when, you know, the Orioles are getting Corbin Burns. We'll, we'll touch on the Yankees getting Juan Soto. Like, uh, just all the other teams in that division improved and you didn't do nothing. Yeah, exactly. And, and speaking of the Yankees, they gave them here a B plus. Uh, obviously, Juan Soto is their biggest, um, you know, 
uh, acquisition that they made in the offseason. Um, you know, it was it, – it, I think it was a good uh, trade overall, but um, given what the Yankees were working with to try and get him, they didn't really get – uh, or they gave up a little bit too much value, but again, you were getting Juan Soto, so I mean, yeah. you know, it is what it is. So, right, football. right. So, so that's why it's like it's like I get it. It's a B plus overall because of what you had to give up, but you still got Juan Soto. It's a good deal. I kind of I I like that grade at a B plus there. Yeah, I think so as well. Maybe A minus, but it just depends. You know, they did give up a good haul for Soto, but Soto, um, you know, he's still super young i don't even know if he's 25 yet he's still so young he could be a yankee for uh many years to come so just to get him and he's like i said just so young and has a lot of years left i think it's solid man um so it was a really good player yankees probably uh it's so tough to predict where they're gonna finish uh i definitely think they'll be better than the red sox this year don't know. I don't think they'll be as good as the Orioles. I think they'll finish somewhere in the middle. I think probably three in that division, third place. Yeah, because I, I I I see Tampa Bay, uh, despite having a you know smaller off season than what the Yankees did in terms of uh, you know powerful acquisitions, they still had a really good off season here. I think Tampa Bay and and Baltimore. You can honestly put either one at one or two uh, in your predictions, and you won't really hear many. Uh, arguments there, but uh, the Tampa Bay Rays they got a B for this one. Um, they traded, you know, uh, uh, Tyler Glas Glasnow. Um, they picked up uh, Johnny DeLuca and Manuel Margot. So, uh, or no, to replace Manuel Margot. My bad. Uh, and that that's gonna help uh, with their outfield depth for sure. Um, you know, it wasn't a terrible off season for the Rays, but it definitely could have been a lot more. Um, but, uh, they kind of like where, where the Yankees didn't have a ton to work with in terms of, uh, being able to trade anyone. Uh, but what they were able to get seems like a pretty decent off season to me for Tampa. Yeah, I think so as well. Um, they, they did a little bit, you know, they did more than Boston, but not as much as like New York or, uh, Baltimore. So, uh, I agree. I think they'll probably finish second um, in that division just because they always overachieve, it seems like. They always seem to win a lot of games. Uh, so I think that they're going to be still a very strong uh, team and probably a playoff team as well. Yeah, I think they will be in the playoff team. I just don't – I just – yeah. I, I don't see them winning this division this year. Um, I kind of see it being like last year. They're going to lead for most of you know the first half of the season, and then just kind of slowly let Baltimore catch up. Uh, and then here for the last team of the uh, of the AL East, we have the Toronto Blue Jays. They have them as a C. Um, not a really big you know wild uh, you know off season for them. Uh, biggest pickups for them were was uh, Isaiah Kiner Falifa and, and Justin Turner. Um, you know, and and they picked up uh, Daniel Vogelback too, which is um, uh, he's on a he's on a minor league deal though. Um, but yeah, overall Toronto not nothing too flashy, but they did make some acquisitions that should, in general, or at least in theory, make them a little bit better this year. Yeah, so 
Toronto, it's tough because I think they're probably the fourth best team, but they still have a really good team. They still got a lot of good players. I mean, Vlad Jr. is one of the best in baseball. He's uh, been one of the best home run hitters. Bo Bichette's really great. Still got a lot of young talent. Uh, decent pitching staff. Just, like I said, that division is just so tough that uh, it's really tough to compete. So, you know, I think they'll probably be fighting for a wild card spot, and uh, we'll see if they can make it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do this year for sure. Uh, moving to AL Central, um, this is probably the most mid-division in all of baseball. And oh, and looking at all these grades, the highest grade here is is a B. Everyone else is a C or a C- minus in this uh, division. Um, so, yeah, let's get into that, though. Uh, first one here, the Chicago White Sox, a C-. minus. Um Nothing really to talk about uh, for them. Um, uh, they, uh, they didn't really get a lot of big signings, of course. Um, they uh, they they did they did get some some reclamation projects, I guess you could say, with a, like like a, like Mike Soroka. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what he does there. But yeah, Chicago just they didn't really do a whole lot of anything. So uh, yeah, C minus here. Yeah, didn't really do much of anything. Um, yeah, this division is just so weak. Um, I think pretty much everyone from the AL East, maybe not Boston, but even them, I still think, could still win this division. I think all five teams from the AL East, four, the top four for sure, in maybe even Boston too, could win the Central. So not a lot of competing, which is good for the Tigers because – if they're going to win the division this their year cuz it's wide open. Yeah, it's it's definitely a wide open division for sure and um yeah. Uh here the the Cleveland Guardians, they gave them a C as well. Um that said, uh the only thing that they literally said for this entire part of their of this article was Austin Hedges is back, baby. That's all that's all they had to say about that. So um yeah, no Cleveland didn't really get a whole lot done this offseason, so yeah. Uh, the Detroit Tigers, they gave them a C minus. Person, me personally, I give them an F um, because they had a ton of money coming off the books with Miggy's retirement, and they did fuck all with it. I mean, I mean, seriously, the Tigers yeah. did fuck all. We are spending less money this year with more players added to the team, and and the best you can give me is Kenta Maeda. I mean, no, no, um, and Jack Flaherty, no, just no. I mean, Kenta Maeda's fine. Flaherty, you can fucking forget it though. And and to not get, I think he's just a little overrated. And they're paying him way too much for for what we have him for any or for what he's worth. And then the other thing it is too is they didn't sign any good bats. I mean, they could have used a Matt Chapman or a JD Martinez, but they got um, fuck. What's his name now? I can't even fucking remember. Um, to play third base, Gio Urshela. Yeah, Gio Urshela. I mean, Gio's fine, but ah, come on, man. Matt Chapman or JD Martinez would have been a hell of a lot better pickup uh, for the Tigers to at least get this offense going, man. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I I don't know. If I 
can't give them an F. An F is you you literally did nothing. They at least did something. Like, yeah, they didn't go out and grab the top, you know, one of the top 10 names. But Kentamaita's fine. I, I think Flaherty's fine, especially for, like, a fourth or fifth starter. Um, and then Hugh Urcella, um just getting him on that cheap of a deal I think is nice. But, yeah, I wish we would have done more. But I, I think, like, C-minus what they had was, was pretty much fine. Uh, we did something, but we could have done a lot more. Yeah, a, a ton more. We're, I mean, like I said, we're spending less money than we were last year. So, I mean, like, it, it's it, it's frustrating because I want to see this offense do something, and we haven't added anything to the offense at all. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Kansas City Royals here, they got them as a B. Um, Bobby Witt's extension, I think, um, uh, definitely helps with that. Um, that he signed this off season. I think, I think that helps, uh, Kansas city long-term. Um, outside of that, they didn't really get a lot of pickups. I mean, uh, Michael Watcher and, and Seth Lugo, um, to help in that pitching rotation. I, I think, you know, it, it was, that, that was very good because they lacked a lot of pitching last year. So, um, I think Kansas city will definitely benefit, uh, from those two signings as well. Yeah, I mean, the big move was, of course, the Bobby Witt signing, locking him up long-term. I think it's good. Kansas City, though, I still think is going to be in the dumpster. They still got a lot more to do, but... Uh, yeah, but locking up their big star, I think, was, was definitely very smart. Yeah, definitely. And then, uh, lastly here for the AL Central, the Minnesota Twins get a C. Um, yeah, I mean... They they bled out a lot of uh, of of players, you know, losing Sonny Gray and Kenta Maeda, and 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 Tyler Mail uh, Molly, whatever the fuck, however the fuck he pronounces that. Um, yeah, they they didn't really pick up anything important. They lost some, not necessarily super important key players either, but um, I th- I think honestly losing Kenta Maeda might have been might have been their. Uh, uh, might have been the worst thing that they lost this off season. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, you know, not getting him uh, back hurts. Um, not the biggest loss, but again, still a loss. And uh, with with that, the uh, the Twins have left this division open. Like they aren't that dominant, man. Like they could, they are easily beatable. If the Tigers, their young stars, start clicking. And Javi Baez doesn't uh, bring our team down like he has been. Uh, I think we got a good dark horse shot to win this division. Yeah, if if we can keep Baez in the dugout the entire game, the Tigers can win this division. I mean, it is, it's simple math, really. Um, moving over to AL West, they gave the Houston Astros a B- minus here. Um, $95 million commitment to Josh Hader, definitely... Uh, help things in the bullpen. Uh, they they also gave Altuve an extension. Um, they did lose Martin Maldonado, who I think is one of the best defensive catchers in the game. I mean, just as a catcher, uh, he's really, really good. As a batter, he's pretty damn d- get good as well. But um, I, I think just, you know, his, his ability to frame pitches, I think they might miss that a little bit. 
but uh, outside of that, I I mean, yeah, Astros had a really, really good offseason. Yeah, they did, man. Um, getting Josh Hader, locking up Altuve. Still don't like their team, still don't think I will ever be a Astros fan, at least until a new generation of players fully comes up with this team. Uh, but can't lie, they're, they always are doing something to stay relevant. Yeah, always staying relevant, and uh, yeah. Um, it sucks because I really don't want to see Houston keep being good, but, you know, uh, here here I am with an owner that wants to keep spending less and less money every year, so, you know, <laughs> fuck you, Chris Illich. Um, anyways, uh, Los Angeles Angels, they gave him a D here. Um, Artie Moreno, um, just, yeah, he, uh, uh, you know, one of the worst owners in baseball, for sure. I mean, I don't think he really cares about the Angels. I really, really don't. Um, nah. uh, he, he th- wait, so what grade did they get again? So they 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 did. Uh, he threw a bunch of money at Blake Snell, mm-hmm. and but it doesn't really matter because uh, you refuse to pay Shohei. So um, yeah, that's why they that's why they're getting the D pretty much. Um, Dude. because yeah, I've... he, he, he'll, he'll throw a bunch of money at Blake Snell, but you wouldn't throw money at the best player maybe ever in baseball. Losing Shohei Otani, they, 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 they deserve an F bro. Like you lost Otani, bro. The literally the biggest name in baseball, the guy with the biggest contract in North American sports history. You lost him to free agency. That's an F. No matter what you you did in the off season and what the Angels do, not jack shit. Their pitching still sucks. It sucked for the last fifteen years. They they still uh, are wasting Mike Trout's career there. Yeah, honestly, I don't know how Mike Trout has put up with it. I mean, he's literally broken his back for this team. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I, I'd give them an F personally. Uh, speaking of Fs, here's another one. The Oakland A's um, no, didn't they? They didn't do jack shit, um, and and you know they just um, they they're not spending money. They're spending money on a new stadium for for Las Vegas, but that's years away from even being built. So yeah, uh, the A's can't do anything, and, uh, this team is poverty and will forever be poverty. Um, the Seattle Mariners, an A minus, um, Luke Raleigh, um, definitely was a very nice, uh, ad, especially at shortstop. Um, Mitch Hanniger and, uh, Mitch Garver should definitely help, uh, them as well, so, yeah, this was a really, really strong offseason for the Mariners who can very easily win this division considering that you have Oakland and, and the, uh, uh, the Angels in here. But they do have to compete with both uh, teams in Texas. Um, but I have I, I don't honestly see how the Mariners couldn't win this division. Yeah, I really like the Mariners. Um, I'm shocked that their grade was that high. Uh, but when you think about it, they just add some good pe- some good pieces. Didn't seem like they were making a lot of big moves, but when you kind of add them up, they they kind of do add up to some some nice moves for them. Uh, I'd love to see their team do well. I love Julio Rodriguez and a lot of other aspects of that team, but 
yeah, just competing with the Astros and the Rangers is going to be tough. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of the Rangers, they gave them here a B minus. Um, Tyler Tyler Molly, um, you know, is, is a decent pickup there uh, because especially given the fact that DeGrom and Scherzer will both be missing the first half of the season. So um, that's definitely going to help their uh, their pitching lineup for sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, they uh, they didn't have to do much this year because that lineup is so, so good already. Um, and, and if Evaldi can stay healthy, um, I, I could honestly see the Rangers uh, taking this uh, this division again. Yeah, I uh, um, it's gonna be curious to see what the Rangers do after they just won the World Series. Uh, again, love to see what they can what they can do, and uh, I think B minus is fine. They they made some moves, but didn't really do anything crazy. So yeah, like that B minus C plus range, perfect for them. Yeah, I mean, they didn't have to do anything too crazy either because of all the long-term contracts that they have uh, on that team already. So, and and they made small moves that will help in big, big ways, I think. Uh, Moving to the National League, we'll start here in the NL East. Atlanta, a B-. They didn't have to really make big moves and they really didn't uh though they picked up uh Chris Sale from Boston um out, well out of free agency and then uh they also acquired uh Jared Kalenic um very deep uh like he's a reclamation prospect or project not prospect um for them and i think that could i mean they could definitely turn his career around i mean look at what the uh, they did with uh, with Grossman when uh, when the tri- when the Tigers traded him. I mean, he immediately started uh, playing better, especially uh, as a batter. So I mean, Atlanta they they know what they're doing when it comes to developing bats and also uh, you know fixing bats. I guess if you want to call it for lack of better terms. So uh, yeah, I, I like this. They didn't need to make you know a big splash because. Their team is just so dominant already in this uh, division. So, um, yeah, uh, I like this grade out of B minus. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, they got the veteran Chris Sale, and they're good turning uh, players around. It seems like so. Yeah, I like that grade for them. So the next year is the Miami Marlins. Um, they get an F uh, on this, and I completely agree. Uh, they're going to be without. Uh, Alcantara all season long, and they did fuck all to replace him. Um, they also lost Jorge Soler to free agency, um, and uh, yeah, their, their their biggest move this off season was uh, was hiring Peter Bendix to run baseball operations. So I mean, uh, yeah, Miami did fuck all this season, and they desperately need need help. Everywhere and yeah, like I said, they did fuck all this off season. So yeah, an F for sure. Yep, they uh, they didn't do anything again. A team that just did nothing. I mean, at least they didn't lose the best player in baseball like the Angels did, but still didn't do nothing. Yeah, it was um, it was sad. Uh, another F in this division, the New York Mets. 
Um, they, uh, they, they didn't do anything again. Um, they did sign, uh, Luis Severino and Sean Manea. Um, and, uh, they, they did trade out, uh, or no, and they signed, uh, Adrian Hauser, um, as well. So that kind of helps, um, their fill out their rotation, but, um, yeah, they didn't really do fucking anything this off season. So, um, yeah, enough for sure. Yeah. Another one just didn't do anything. F. Um, that said also, uh, uh, we, we might see Pete Alonso get traded uh, during the season, so um, yeah, be interesting to interesting to to watch that one for sure. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies they get a C plus. Um, they re-sign Aaron Nola to a seven year, hundred seventy two million dollar uh, contract, but um, that's uh, that is what it is. Um, obviously, they 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 made a bid. And they made actually the highest bid uh, to pay uh, Yamamoto, but uh, Yamamoto ended up going to the Dodgers anyways because, you know, that's one of the only four teams in baseball that apparently matters anymore. Um, but, uh, yeah, really, the Phillies didn't really do a whole lot. Um, I think really the best thing of their offseason, again, was that Arandola signing, and uh, that was that was really about it. Yeah, I mean, made a bid to get a, another big player, but other than that, Phillies didn't really do much. And then uh, lastly for the uh, uh, NL East, uh, the Washington Nationals, they get an F. Um, you know, they haven't won 71 games since 2019 when they won the World Series. That is, that's wild to think yeah. a team won the World Series and then never won more than 71 games since then. That's, yeah. Um... The uh, they that the uh the Lerner family didn't sell the team, um, like they were going to. Um, they didn't make any significant moves. Uh, I mean, they added Joey Gallo and Dylan Floro, but that was really it. They that yeah, I mean yeah, the Nationals did fuck all this offseason besides those two very small signings. Yep, Nationals gonna be at the bottom of the league again. I still think Oakland's gonna gonna outdo them, man. I really do. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I can't. So too, but I can't. I can't even name the 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 Nationals will be the bottom of the NL. That's for sure. Uh, so moving to the NL Central. Um, now this this article was written five days ago. Um, so I'd actually boost up this grade, but they gave the Cubs a D plus. I think now with adding Bellinger, um, they 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 probably a B minus to a B. Um, but they gave him a D plus here, um, cause, uh, they, you know, obviously, uh, their biggest signing was Bellinger, who's, you know, back in Chicago, back for the Cubs. Um, they didn't really do a whole lot else, uh, but they said that they were going to be spenders this year and well, they finally spent getting, uh, Bellinger back in Chicago. So, um, outside of that, um, they, yeah, I mean, they did sign uh, Hector Neris. I forgot about that. So um, that's a pretty decent signing, especially for uh, um, the bull, their bullpen, which 
wasn't really that good last year, so I think uh, getting Hector Neris in there will definitely bolster that bullpen a bit. Yeah, he definitely will. I'll booster that bullpen. and um, But, yeah, um, Bellinger coming back is definitely going to be big. Uh, you know, he, he could have a really solid season for sure. And even though he was already on the team, it's just a re-signing. Uh, still nice to see him coming back because he was, if not, like – he was definitely one of the biggest names left in the free agent market. Like we still are waiting on Blake Snow and we're waiting on um, a few others, but uh, Cody Bellinger was at the top of the list as well. Yeah, that was uh, it was a very good signing for them. So yeah, I'd give them more than a D plus now, but again, this was written before uh, the signing. And so, it, and at the time it was very understandable D plus until then uh, the Cincinnati Reds, a B plus um, they basically, reinvented their entire pitching staff this offseason. Frankie Montez, Nick Martinez, Emilio Pagan, Brent Suter, and Buck Farmer. Um, They also signed uh, Jammer Candelario uh, to replace the the very, very old Joey Votto. I don't know why he was still playing the last, like, what, like six, seven years. I mean, he's old as shit. So, um, yeah, the Cincinnati Reds, they they spent a hundred eight million dollars this off season, man. I mean they they are they are mad that they lo- uh, that they missed the uh, the off se- or the postseason by just two games uh, last year. They definitely uh, helped themselves a ton this off season. Yeah, they did, man. Um, I can't wait to watch Cincinnati. Uh, two of my favorite young players, Elliot De La Cruz, of course, and Matt McClain. I think that. They have superstar potential for sure. Ellie's already showed it. Matt McLean's put up crazy numbers um, as well coming up through the system. Cincinnati's going to be pretty good. I think that they have a good chance to uh, make a wild card uh, spot here. Yeah, they they definitely do. I I think they might even be competitive in this division this year. I, uh, I really, really do. Um, I mean, they have to compete with the St. Louis Cardinals, and I think that's really all they have for competition this year. Um, and and so they can definitely get themselves into the playoffs this year. It's just a matter of how well can this revived pitching staff can do for them. Uh, moving on here, the Milwaukee Brewers they gave them a C plus. Um, losing Corbin Burns, of course, in that trade with Baltimore. Definitely, uh, you know, hurt them a little bit. But I don't think overall they did too terrible. Um, they, uh, uh, who did they add? Uh, they, they did add uh, Reese Hoskins, so pretty decent there. Um, but they, they definitely have to rely on, uh, on on their prospect pool right now, I think, because they didn't sign any big names. So, um, yeah, uh, C plus. I think that's I think that's worthy for them. Man, I'd probably go a little bit lower. I'd probably go like C minus for him. Uh, I I can't wait to see what Jackson Cheerio has in store. He's one of my favorites as well coming up. But yeah, losing Corbin Burns tough. Yeah, but they they did get 
a decent haul out of it, but nothing too flashy. I mean, like I said, they never got any of the top uh, prospects from Baltimore, so yeah. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, they get a D minus. Um, they, uh, uh, the, the, this this line basically sums up the the Pittsburgh Pirates uh, offseason perfectly. Uh, the Pirates keep showing improvement, but their progress is painfully slow. And it's I mean it's painful to be a Pirates fan in general. But that said, um, they uh, they they signed Ardolis Chapman to a one year, ten point five million dollar contract. Um, so that's nice, but they didn't really add. Um, much else, and yeah, uh, a D minus for sure. Uh, Chapman's good, but I, I just now I, I don't see how, um, how Pittsburgh's really going to improve much upon what they were last year. Yeah, um, I think they have a lot of good prospects. You know, Paul Skeens is going to come up eventually. He's you know the number one pick in the draft. Um, Earl Chapman, you know, he's a good veteran, but he's also a hothead. He's had some off-the-field issues as well, so he could be a locker room problem as well. But uh, I, I think D-minus is fair. I mean, Earl Chapman's a, a legendary, like, older closer who he's definitely not as good as he once was in his prime, but he, he can definitely still, you know – give you some innings and hopefully their young talent can pan out and maybe uh, look towards the future in that. But yeah, this off season, not much going on. Yeah. Shout out, shout out Paul Skeens. He's poking Livy Dunn. Um, anyways, St. Uh, <laughs> Louis Cardinals are next. Uh, they're at a B minus uh, this year. Um, they, uh, their, their president, John, uh, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his, fucking last name fuck that uh but he promised there they would uh, add three starting pitchers and um yeah they delivered on that Sonny gray kyle gibson and lance lynn very very good signings um they needed help in their starting rotation and boy they definitely got it there especially with Sonny gray um i think um uh, you know the, both these guys are older but are all three of these guys are older but they all still are very, very good pitchers, especially, I think, you know, like I said, Sonny Gray, he's he's a little bit younger than both Lynn and Gibson. But outside of this, yeah, they didn't do a whole lot much else, but they definitely got three actual starting pitchers on the Cardinals. Yeah, so they get Lance Lynn back. He was a former Cardinal. Sonny Gray, he's been bouncing around, but he's a super reliable uh, and also low, low risk as well. So, um yeah, I think it's a, uh, I think it's a really good, solid off season for the Cardinals there. Yeah, very very solid for sure. And then lastly to the NL West, uh, Arizona Diamondbacks A minus. Um, nice pickup, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez. Um, I'm pissed off as a Tigers fan about that because he said he didn't want to play on the West Coast, and then here he goes to go mm-hmm. play on the fucking West Coast. Uh, we could have mm-hmm. traded you to, you know, a, a team out there, but yeah, no, he decided to go fuck the team, and yeah, uh, Scott Harris did fuck that all up, but still. Um, anyways, uh, they re-signed uh, Gary L. Jr. 
Um, they picked up uh, Eugenio Suarez uh, in a trade. Um, they picked up uh, Randall uh, Grychuk and Jock Pedersen, um, you know, for, for a nice DH rotation for them. They they had a sneaky good offseason this year. I think I, I would give them an A-plus personally. Yeah, I don't know if I'd go that high. I'd probably go um I'd probably go A. I think they did uh they did really good um for sure here. Uh could always be a little bit better, but definitely one of the better teams for sure here. Yeah, definitely. Uh the Colorado Rockies, they got an F. Um they didn't pick up any free agents. Um they they made a couple very small trades. Um like uh they they picked up uh Cal Quantrill, uh Quantrill from Cleveland and well that that was really about it. Um yeah, no, the Rockies they are poverty right now and they're gonna continue to be poverty for the foreseeable future. Yeah. <laughs> Rockies are just they ain't it, man. Um just tough tough scene, man. Um the Dodgers uh got an A plus Yep. Uh, they they are spending one point two billion dollars on players. Billion with yep. a B. One point mm-hmm. two billion dollars on players. Um, obviously they picked up the best player in baseball, Shohei Otani. They also picked up uh, Yamamoto and Tyler Glasnow as well. Um, they also picked up uh, 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 Tescar Hernandez and James Paxton. I mean. It doesn't matter because they're still going to choke in the playoffs because it's the Dodgers. But man, I I just this is why the league needs a salary cap desperately. Man, one point two billion dollars. That is that is insane. I just the, the the league needs a salary cap and they need it really really fast, man. Yeah, they do, man. Um, I mean, it's a plus the best offseason in league history. Well, I have to look back, but I mean, at least in recent history within the last 10 years, I mean, when was the last time the best player in baseball signed with a new team? I mean, Brown had the opportunity to do that um, and never did. He stayed with the Angels. Uh, I, I, I can't think of a time in my lifetime when the number one player in baseball signed with another team. Uh, and like I said, He's getting that contract. Plus, you get uh, the best uh, foreign player in Yamamoto from Japan. Those Japanese players always seem to hit, man. You you get him for uh, it was over a ten year deal, I believe, uh, for three hundred million. And you add solid pieces like Glass now, uh, Teoscar Hernandez. Yeah, they. Uh, they, they knocked it out, man. You can't say anything less. I mean, but the only thing is now, like you said, with choking, like, it's World Series or bust. They have they have no other option but to win. That's that's their that's their floor is winning the World Series. Yeah, if if they don't win the World Series, man, they are that that's disappointing. That's that's a one point two billion dollars down the drain to not win the World Series. I mean, that is. Ridiculous. Uh, San Diego Padres, they give them a D. Um, 
yeah, you trade away Juan Soto, you let uh, Blake Snell go, uh, Josh Hader, uh, Seth Lugo, Nick Martinez. I mean, you're just letting all these guys go. Um, their their best signing was was a uh, Yuki Mi, uh, Matu, uh, Matsu, I no Japanese names. Um, they uh, yeah, not a not a lot of big you know moves for San Diego and uh, well, big moves coming in, big moves going out. Oh fuck yeah, bud! Uh, definitely had uh, had a lot of bet had a lot of players leave. Yep, they lost Juan Soto. I mean, that that's devastating. I mean, they only had him for like what a year, maybe. Uh, so wasn't there long, but still, you had you literally traded for Juan Soto, and then now he's gone. So, uh, yeah, I don't think it was worth giving up uh, C.J. Abrams, your one of your top prospects, for like a year and a half of Juan Soto, but. Yeah, Padres, man, I loved their team, but now they, uh, now they, they look like they're on the downfall, man. Yeah, they really, really do. Um, and lastly, here the San Francisco Giants, they gave them a B. Um, could not get Otani, could not get Yamamoto, couldn't get Bellinger, couldn't get Blake Snell. Um, their 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 best signing was uh was Jung Ho Lee, um. Good, solid Korean center fielder. Uh, they signed him with mm-hmm. a six-year, $113 million deal. Um, and uh, they did pick up uh, Jorge Soler as well. And they did get Robbie Ray, um, who's who's kind of you know on a downward trend in his career now, uh, considering his age. Well, he's still not a bad uh, pickup. And then they also picked up Jordan Hicks as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Giants definitely – they missed out on some really, really elite players, but they still ended up picking up a lot of good players overall. Yeah, they did. Um, the Giants, yeah, they didn't really hit on one of their big guys, but they also made some solid moves. They definitely were a part of uh, the offseason for sure and making, making something happen out of nothing. But, yeah, I think for them it might have been a disappointment, but... Overall, in the grand scheme of the league, they did all right. Yeah, yep, they did for sure. And so that's gonna do it uh, for for baseball here. Uh, we went a little bit, a lot longer than uh, than I planned to. So I'm just gonna quickly just touch on some other things I wanted to, you know, talk about. But we're just gonna slightly brush over them. Uh, the biggest one I think uh, that I saw today, um, UMass is gonna be a member of the MAC. Uh, at least um, f- uh, through the 2025-2026 season. I don't know, starting the 2025-2026 season. Um, this is uh, pretty big for them. Um, you know, they I don't believe they were actually in a conference uh, for football the last couple of years. So, um, they... Uh, they, but the MAC presidents basically got together, voted to uh, to invite UMass on uh, on Monday, and um, yeah, they uh, UMass had had already previously applied to the MAC, so um, I, th- I think this definitely helps um, UMass for sure. Finally, being part of a conference, I know they were they were also talking with uh, the Conference USA uh, teams, but. Uh, 
UMass apparently uh, made more geographic sense for them. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, nice for the Mac and uh, nice for UMass for sure. Uh, any thoughts on that real, uh, for that? Man, all I think about when I think of UMass is the Drip King, man. Uh, if you guys know uh, social media content, he's a lacrosse player for UMass, and I always love his content. He's uh, very open and uh, by his faith, and uh, he's he's a pretty funny dude too, but I don't have any strong opinion on them moving to the MAC. No, it, it, it's nice to see them finally in a conference because, yeah, they weren't in a conference, um, so yeah. Um, a couple other small things. Like I mentioned, the combine started uh, this week. I think today was mostly just like uh, press conferences and interviews and shit like that. Um, uh, there's some interesting things that both Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes said today uh, for Lions fans. Um, but outside of that, yeah, nothing really important. But we will talk a little bit more about it on Thursday for sure. Um. And then lastly, last thing I really want to talk about is uh, Casey Mize for the Tigers threw some pitches for the first time, well, MLB pitches for the first time uh, since April of 2022, obviously coming off of Tommy John surgery, um, which the Tigers fucked up. They could have had him the back half of last year if they would have give, given him the surgery immediately in April when he needed it instead, <laughs> instead of waiting till like August or September in 2022, but... I digress. Um, he only threw he threw less than two full innings, um, but he he's uh, he, he was throwing hard. I mean his his fastball was uh, his fastest pitch that he threw was over ninety seven miles an hour. So um, it's good to see. Um, you know he said he said he still needs to kind of work on his his control because the the vol- he said you know the velocity came back to him quick it was just the it's just getting things still under a little bit control but he said he said by by the uh, by the time the season starts he said he should be ready so that's uh, very very good for him uh, so yeah that's gonna do it for us uh, March Madness is coming up right around the corner so uh, we're gonna. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that once it starts to come up. Uh, trade deadline for the NHL is next Friday, so um, in a couple weeks we'll definitely talk about everything that happened uh, at the trade deadline on that following Tuesday's episode. Um, but yeah, anyways, guys, uh, rate, review, subscribe, help us out. Let us know uh, what more you want to see from us. Uh, today was very, very deep uh, for baseball, of course. Um, and you know, opening day is just around the corner, man. So, uh, I'm excited for that for sure. I know you are as well. Um, and so, yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you guys on Thursday.